so this is going to be, we're going to talk about follow-up. Let's do it. And just how important it is for people. Maybe you can, I feel like you've probably got some more anecdotes and like stories to tell regarding follow-up and like the successes that you've seen with it. Because you're primarily preaching to these guys more than I am. I don't know if you have anybody in particular that. Absolutely. Every day we run into a situation where follow-up comes up, right? Because it's the biggest piece of the puzzle. Today we had a, a business, you know, started with us doing 20000 a month. And, you know, the biggest problem for them was predictable, you know, leads and a whole plethora of other issues inside the shop, but can't fix all those at once. So I talked to him today, a couple months after starting with us, and he's doing better, but follow-up is still a major issue. So you could be doing really well, you could be doing piss poor, and your follow-up still could be an issue. So the biggest thing that we find is the consistency of the follow-up, right? Because you get into these habits of, following up only when things maybe aren't going so well. So that's why it comes up every single day, whether a shop's doing really well or whether a shop's not doing so well. And I'm sure you can relate to being a shop owner. You know, if, if you're not on your game 100%, I mean, we've been live on calls when you haven't been on your game or when you have been, and you can see the difference. I will say that it is definitely more difficult to play catch up than it is to just stay consistent in the level of time that you can dedicate to follow up in a day. So consistent follow-up is the key, right? Because playing catch-up is not ideal. Because usually what happens when you play catch-up, meaning that let's say you haven't been on top of the leads for a few days and you've been you've been doing whatever you you have to do in the shop or you know, you took a day off or whatever it may be that you had going on. The problem with that is that you end up coming back and leads have moved on. They're not as hot as they were because the longer a lead goes between being contacted, the harder it is to convert. Yep, 100%. Then they end up in our inbox and they're frustrated with their lack of conversion or lack of sales. People won't answer. They're not sure. I can't convert them. You know, various reasons. But I will be honest and say that the days that I am on top of getting to leads quickly and that when I have a solid game plan put together for following up with leads and like I'm utilizing the features inside of a CRM that remind me to follow up, those are the weeks and streaks that I get where more jobs are converted. And I think a lot of people don't understand how important it is to utilize systems and tools that help you to follow up and to help you to make it easier, right? Because can you imagine if you were getting 200 leads a month and had to follow up with every single one of them by hand every day, right? That's for a one-person sales force, it's not really possible. No, that'd be insane. No, you have to, listen, you have to focus on, you know, the leads that you know are hot, but at the same token, you've got to make sure that you have systems in place to catch some of those other leads as well. You know, you're not going to close them all, right? That's for sure. But you definitely got to have systems in place, like you said. Yep. I agree with that 100%. The biggest and most obvious one is using a CRM. We obviously have our own CRM that we've put a ton of time and effort into called Grit Suite. And this particular CRM has the ability to follow up with leads that are inactive for X amount of days or that have been moved into a certain stage in their pipeline timeline 
the CRM even reminds you to follow up with them if you use the features inside of it. It'll remind you, like if if you've got a lead, a lead that's two weeks old and you called them, you texted them and you emailed them and you got nothing, then you can set a reminder for yourself to hit them again in a week. Like these systems and tools are there. They're in front of you. The problem is, is that I feel like majority of these guys just maybe they don't realize that it's there or maybe they don't think that following up with a lead that's two weeks old is worth it. No, 100%. And I'm going to be probably unpopular opinion here, but the biggest reason I think a lot of people don't do it is because it keeps them honest, right? They know that, well, they don't know, but they don't want to be the problem, right, to their business not being successful. And honestly, that's really what it comes down to, right? These CRMs, they keep you honest. They are predictable. And that could be good or bad, right? If you can't you know, own your stuff, then it's bad. But if you're ready to take your business to the next level and you want to figure out exactly where in your pipeline you can grow, where you need to put your attention to, then that's great. But just know it's going to keep you honest. And I think I would agree that majority of the clients that we talk to don't want to hear that they're not doing their job. They don't want to hear that they're not being a good business operator, that they're not on top of their sales gig. But you know what? The businesses that have taken that criticism and fixed it, right? Even the smallest tweaks, I mean, they're massive growth, just massive growth. It's awesome. Absolutely. I will fully agree with that 100%. The key to this is that you're not just paying for marketing agency. Like you're not just paying for agency services. You're paying for somebody to provide you with a roadmap to success, whether that roadmap be paved with leads that can be talked to or through efficiencies, right? And the bigger picture to that roadmap is somebody holding you accountable. And let me tell you, I've got plenty of clients. I mean, Tyler, you and I, we talk to these people every day. They don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to hear that their follow-up and their regimen is the problem. And then it creates the, you know, the back and forth dynamic of, well, you know, well, what about this? And what about that? And what about this? Well, the whole point of GritSuite is to be able to jump into the CRM for you as a client and see what your patterns are. Because if we can identify the pattern, we can identify the fix. But if you don't utilize the tool, then the data set is incomplete. Yeah. And a lot of times too, like... People are saying, hey, I need more leads. I need more leads. And 99% of the time, I feel like that's never the solution when someone's in that position, when they say, I need more leads. It's typically somewhere within that system, right? Or in that pipeline of leads where the fix is actually, right? I mean, we see it time and time again where it's not more leads. It's you have one little tweak in your sales process, right? You're not following up fast enough. You know, it could be a number of different things, but, you know, it's just, it's always something. And when, People are utilizing the CRM, they succeed. When they don't, it's hit or miss. That's what's simple as that. Yep. And and time and time again, we see that the shops that live and die by the CRM and the features it has are the ones that see success. They're the ones that are raking in an extra $30,000 a month. They're hiring new staff. They're putting out the effort. They're growing and they're looking towards the next step. It's all of these guys that are utilizing features and keeping themselves honest are the ones that are succeeding. And that is the truth.
that no one wants to hear. And, you know, I put some social content out the other day. No, it was earlier today. And I put that follow flop, like 60 second video out. And I got a couple of DMs from people that were probably pretty upset. They were very upset. The immediate first thing that they went to was lead quality, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's always the deflection that most people have, right? Yep. It's always lead quality. When the truth is, is that they don't want to hear that they're responsible for their own business. They're responsible for their own sales and they're responsible for the level of effort that they put in and the amount of energy that they put in into closing people and staying on top of being in front of people. And let's also talk about the fact that majority of this doesn't have anything. And let's say you get somebody that's on top of their game with follow-up, right? Utilizing their tools. They're using the reminders inside of a CRM to remind them to follow up with people. Because truthfully, if you use a CRM accordingly, you can put your entire sales process on complete autopilot and make it so easy a caveman could do it. Right? Yep. That progressive, that commercial. The other side to that is, is that they're not utilizing the rest of the features, right? So they're not utilizing the automations. They're not utilizing text messages. They're not utilizing email. They're not trying anything outside of the normal. Sometimes you got to get different. You got to change your approach. And with these tools like GritSuite and other CRMs, the capabilities and possibilities you have for contacting people and delivering a message to people are damn near endless. I mean, they're there for a reason, right? The game's not simple anymore. And I mean, it's never been, right? But follow-up especially is not black and white. Not in an industry too where these services aren't necessarily needed, right? Just to be blunt. So you have to get creative. You have to use your YouTube channel, right? So you got to get creative in your follow-up. And honestly, I think one of the biggest issues with follow-up is people try and be too perfect. They try and be too formal. Where we know, and we've tested this a lot, is being informal is typically best. Right now, again, catch-up is a terrible spot to be in. But at the end of the day, none of us are perfect and we have to play catch-up. So being informal and being like, hey, man, my bad. I didn't get back to you earlier. It's been crazy here. You know, what do you say we get on a call and see if this makes sense for you still? Right. It's just something like that. Something super simple, like come down to, you know, a normal person. Don't be so stiff and don't be so desperate. And I think, you know, people will start to see much better results. I think the biggest epidemic that we've got on our hands here inside of this industry is that people live and die by their marketing agency. 100%. And they don't put enough effort into their own pillars, into their own cores, into their own structure. They build this insane over-reliance on their marketing agency in order for them to survive when the truth is that, and this is probably going to make me a very unpopular individual, is that if you don't have the other pillars or cores of your business built, what are you going to do when you get a dip in the market? Like, what have you been doing with the extra time that you have? If you're a business owner and you got guys in the shop working, what else are you doing all day? Right. Listen, if you're not following up with leads and you're not booking sales, then what are you doing? What content have you developed? What things, what else have you done to be able to put yourself in a better position today than you were yesterday? And that's one of the most frustrating parts for me is that 
Guys live and die by the agency that they work with. And don't get me wrong, the agency is very important. But the bigger issue is that most of these guys don't quite understand the level of everything required for success. Right. Listen, at the end of the day, unfortunately, and you can look at all the statistics out there in small businesses, not many make it, right? So it's no different in the detailing industry. And I mean, we obviously want to see everyone win, but not everyone has what it takes. So people have to get creative, especially with all the new businesses popping up. And they damn well better get following up on all their leads multiple times. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I'm in the CRM, you know, for just customers scanning things, looking for, you know, potential issues or problems to solve, obviously. And I just see unanswered lead, unanswered lead, unanswered lead. I don't care if it's 10 minutes, like that's too late sometimes, unfortunately. And you're busy, I get it, but it's too late. But you can't not touch them. No, you got to acknowledge them at least. Yeah. You can't ignore them. It's more about staying in consistent contact. And even if you're late, you still got to say something. Because I've had that happen where I've missed the lead. I've been a week late and I'll hit them up and I'll say, hey, I'm really sorry that I didn't get back to you. It's been super crazy. This is not how I normally operate. I just wanted to make sure that I reached out in case you were still needing help with anything. You know, I do it like that and I do it from a place of being humble, right? Being humble and being a human is the most important part about sales. That's the most important part about running a successful business anyway. I think it's the most important part of just life. <laughs> you know what I mean? But 100%, definitely, if you put that in business, you know, it, it speaks volumes. I think a lot of businesses get into that fight or flight mode, right, where they're so desperate for the sale. It literally bleeds right through the conversation, whether it's through text, email, or phone call, right? So many issues that we could probably talk about, but I think that's a, definitely a big one where people, they get desperate and they're not humble. They don't know how to get down to that level and it ends up blowing up in their face. 